This is your Friday the 13th Coronavirus Edition. Today on the show, we'll be talking about Gronk's new deal with the WWE and how the coronavirus is affecting almost every sports league across the nation. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at 7-Eleven underscore sports podcast or search us on Facebook and Twitter. Welcome to the 7-Eleven Sports Podcast, your top seven sports stories of the day in just 11 minutes. The podcast to help keep you informed about the most important stories in sports. I'm Rob Peters, filling in for JJ this morning, and no, the coronavirus did not get him. Now let's get started. Gronk signs a deal with the WWE, the NFL's greatest tight end of our generation, and arguably the greatest of all time, finalizes a deal with the WWE. Earlier this week, it was reported on WWE on Fox that a deal with Gronk was going down, and now it's official. Gronk will appear on next week's WWE SmackDown March 20th episode. This is not his first appearance on WWE programming, however. He did appear on WrestleMania 33 in 2017, where he helped his friend and former NFL player Mojo Rowley. It was about a year ago that Gronk announced his early retirement from the world's most popular sport, due to health concerns. Football is a brutal sport, but it's also no secret that WWE can be hard on the body as well. So why is this freak of nature picking up another combat sport? While we don't know why he is putting his body through that kind of stress, what we do know is that Gronk will be breathing some real life into the WWE brand. According to a Yahoo Finance article by Wayne Dugan, WWE shares have dropped by more than 37% since two of their co-owners departed unexpectedly in January. With the debut of their new star, and with most sporting events being canceled due to the coronavirus, WWE could see an uptick in viewership. The big question is how will he make his debut? Tune into Fox next week to find out. NFL activities canceled due to the coronavirus. The NFL is canceling the owners' meetings scheduled for March 29th through the 1st of April for fear of the coronavirus. Teams will also be canceling most private workouts for prospects and will be sending fewer scouts to college pro days. Sources are saying, though, that the NFL still has no plans at this time to move the league's start date. Players will be able to officially sign contracts with teams on March 18th as planned, and teams will also be able to franchise tag players on March 16th. Still no word from the league about the 2020 draft in Vegas. Analysts still believe that Las Vegas will host the draft. At this moment, there have not been any reported cases of the coronavirus. However, in California, it is becoming more common to have the virus, and it is only a matter of time before it hits Sin City. The NFL is taking preliminary steps to avoid the virus. If the virus does affect Vegas, by that time, the draft will most likely be moved to a corona-free zone. The XFL season canceled. The first season of the XFL is in the books. Although the coronavirus was not mentioned in the statement, league officials have canceled the rest of the season. According to the XFL statement, Players will still be paid their salaries and benefits, and season ticket holders will be reimbursed. 
The players will also be eligible to sign with NFL teams after the end of their season physical. The XFL says that they will be back next year and in years to come. While they only finished five regular season games, Vince McMahon's new league saw some remarkable TV ratings and game attendance numbers. According to Kevin Seifert of ESPN, each of the games averaged over 2 million viewers and were among the top 10 shows on TV during each week. Average game attendance was over 18,000 fans, and the largest crowd was in St. Louis with 28,540 in attendance. The St. Louis Battlehawks were able to successfully fill the football vacuum the Rams had created, and the Midwestern metropolis really came out in support. Cam Phillips of the Houston Roughnecks was the league's leading receiver with 31 receptions, 455 yards receiving, and nine touchdowns in just five games. Not far behind him, and by far the best tight end in the XFL, was six foot eight Donald Parham of the Dallas Renegades. He caught 24 balls, had 304 receiving yards, and reigned in four touchdowns in those five games. P.J. Walker was the top quarterback of the year with a 15-4 touchdown-to-interception ratio and with over 1,300 passing yards in just five games. We will see if any of these players will be picked up by the NFL. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, Let's get back to the show. The NHL season has been paused for now. The NHL has put a hold on the season for the time being, but will look to resume play when they and the NHLPA deem it is safe. The NHL has used the term paused rather than suspend because according to their contracts, a suspension would allow the league to withhold pay from the players. Currently, the players will be paid as usual until further notice. However, according to Larry Brooks of the New York Post, if the NHL cannot make up for the lost revenue of the pause, the NFL players, sorry, the NHL players could end up paying the league back. The players have a 50-50 partnership with the NHL. So, if the players as a whole make more than more money than the league itself, then they have to even it out. Brooks suggested that the NHL could either expand the playoffs to more teams and or find a creative way to make the playoffs not only exciting, but profitable. If there's any professional sports league that could be severely hurt by the coronavirus, it is the NHL. Therefore, you can expect the NHL to come back as soon as they can. The NBA suspends their games indefinitely. As of now, the NBA will not be playing any games due to the coronavirus. Wednesday's game between the Thunder versus Jazz was postponed right before tip-off. 
Jazz All-Star Center Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell tested positive for COVID-19 and now they are in quarantine. It is likely that Mitchell caught the virus from Gobert and it was also reported that in the locker room, Gobert was not at all careful and had touched all of his teammates before being diagnosed. Some owners believe that the commissioner, Adam Silver, should reinstate league play in 30 days, but still no answer on when the NBA will start back up. There are reports that most owners would like to finish the season despite that the season could go deep in August. Some are just assuming that by the time that everyone is healthy, it could already be playoff time. Some think that they would just skip the regular season altogether and go right into the postseason. Pulling a plug on the season altogether would be a huge monetary loss, though, for the league, owners, and players. Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban will still be paying the workers from the American Airlines Center Arena during work stoppage, and Cleveland Cavs forward Kevin Love will also be donating $100,000 to Cavalier staff. The MLB suspends their season for two weeks. The MLB has suspended spring training along with the regular season for at least two weeks. That is the same amount of time for someone with mild to moderate illness to recover. The league was worried about the health and safety of their fans and players, and because the players interact with their fan base so often, things could spread quickly. This is one of the few leagues across the nation to put at least a somewhat definite timetable on their season. March Madness is now March Sadness. For the first time in a very long time, the NCAA will not have a postseason basketball tournament this year. It was thought that the NCAA would just have their postseason games played in empty arenas, but with sports leagues across the nation shutting their seasons down, they inevitably had to follow suit. NCAA officials, according to Jeff Borzello of ESPN, had been exploring the possibility of a postponement rather than a cancellation, but with colleges all across America closing up shop for the year and turning to online classes for the rest of the semester, things got complicated. There were also concerns about trying to flatten the curve of COVID-19, and some college stars were considering the WNBA or NBA. Turning to men's college basketball, the end of the season is tough for many teams around the league. The Dayton Flyers were quickly becoming the underdog that more people were rooting for, and Gonzaga had a really great shot at winning it this year. The Butler men and women had a chance to win titles, but don't forget the Cinderella stories that will never be written this year. It really is a shame that this is the way that the season has to end after so many had worked their entire life to just get to this point. Thank you so much for listening to our Friday the 13th edition. Tune in next week to hear more episodes and follow us on Instagram at 711 underscore sports podcast.